And welcome back to The Big Wake-Up Call. I'm Ryan Gatenby, and time for my next guest, who is a New York Times best-selling author. She was here before to talk about uh, the wonderful book, Eyes That Speak to the Stars. She's got a brand new one called Say My Name. And let's visit with Joanna Ho. And Joanna, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. It's such a pleasure. How are you? How are things going where you are? Oh, I'm doing great. It's been so exciting to launch this new book into the world. It's been a busy, busy week. Is it, uh, it's exciting, and then isn't it kind of uh, interesting, I, I hear this from a lot of authors, like, it, it's yours for so long, and then you release it, and like, this is great, now it belongs to everybody, like, anyone who reads this can can have a sense of ownership. Oh, it's really true, it's, I think it's exactly that, it's exciting, and it's a little bit terrifying, you never know how a book <laughs> will be received, and I just heard another author say yesterday at an event I was at, you know, a book's journey doesn't really end until it reaches the hands of a reader. That's yeah. when it's really come to life. And then you have no control how readers interpret or how they, you know, feel a book that you've written. It, at that point, it's totally out of our hands and it's it's readers, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's true in, in a lot of arts. And I heard uh, Paul McCartney say that, you know, I wrote this song, but um, at this point when, you know, a million people have sung it, it's not mine, it's theirs. Yeah, it's really true, which is something really beautiful and, again, so terrifying. <laughs> so Say My Name is the new book. Can you share with us a little bit uh, what it's about? Absolutely. So Say My Name follows the stories of six children. They are of very diverse backgrounds. So they one is of Chinese descent, one is of Tongan descent, of Diné or Navajo descent, Persian, uh, Mexican, and Ghanaian. And essentially, each is sharing the story and the meanings behind their name and ultimately the importance of learning their names and saying them correctly. I love this book, and I think it's great that uh, more children will see themselves represented. I love that my daughter is, is going to a school far more diverse than the one I went to and is meeting kids from you know, many, many first-generation immigrants whose parents have have come here, and it's so important to say their names correctly, and I love that the kids today are, are, are finding that important, and, and the teachers are going out of their way to do it. Yeah, I think that it's really true. Like, our names encompass so much of who we are. You know, they have meaning, there's intentionality, and they connect us to our past, our ancestors, and also to the future. And so I think for a long time, many people... And, you know, and it's not just recent immigrants, that is like everyone who has, which is literally all of us, sure. except for those who are indigenous to the land. And, um, you know, even people who came through Ellis Island from European countries, a lot of the names we recognize now are actually shortened names or altered names that were made easier to say so that people here didn't have to try harder to pronounce things correctly. And I think... Um, what a shame, you know, so much is lost when we have to do that or when we right. feel like we need to change ourselves to be more acceptable to others instead of all of us trying harder to see each other for who we really are. And it's interesting you say Ellis Island because I did have a, a friend of mine whose family came from Sweden and as they're being processed through that, like, oh, no, 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 we're not having another Johnson. You guys have to pick another name. And I, that's oh, yeah. just kind of devastating when you think about oh, that. Absolutely. So, wait, so wait a minute. And then, I mean, and then mine by, by far is not a, a complicated name. And I used to get Gattenby all the time and I used to let it go. But then at some point I thought, you know what, that name 
made its way from England to Australia to Tasmania to here, and it wow. met, you know, it, it, it went through all of that. It's important to hang on to it. Right. I love that. And I feel like that's such a huge reason for why I wrote the book. You know, I am an educator and I, um, you know, not only my own family's experiences with names where people would constantly mispronounce my mom's name or her sister's changed their names when they came to this country, but also as a teacher, I hear so many stories from students who've had teachers who changed their names, who gave them nicknames, who constantly pause before they say their name, just, and you just sort of know, you know, this teacher, or I, I can't bring my full self into a classroom, and that is also so harmful for a young person as they're, you know, as they're growing up. I remember playing, uh, Little League, and there was a kid on my team named, uh, Bobby Lee, and I didn't realize until years later, that's that's not your name? It's like, oh, no, my parents wanted me to have a more American name. Yeah, and, and it's really common, you know, and I think that uh, my hope is that we will all be more proud of our names and more willing to invite others to learn our names and to say them correctly, and that we will all make an effort to say each other's names correctly uh, and learn the meanings behind each other's names. So what's the best way? How do we not necessarily stress because I don't want to make it sound like you're coming out, but to to teach children, you know, you should be proud of your heritage, proud of your identity and, you know, try, try to maintain that. Well, one way is to hopefully read books like this, sure, (laughs) books that, that um, really show and are inclusive, that show a large and wide range of all the people and the cultures and, you know, beautiful traditions that exist in our communities and across the world, because they don't all exist within our communities, but our world is diverse. And I think books, curriculum, um, finding ways that we can see ourselves and be exposed to others is one really beautiful way to just find pride. You know, when we are able to see ourselves represented in other ways beyond our homes, I think we learn that, that we have value. You know, and it's something I would have just taken for for granted coming from maybe a more common background, although Tasmania is kind of weird. I still don't know how we got there. But, you know, I, you, you could find plenty of books where someone like me was represented, but but children of other backgrounds could, could walk into a library and, and maybe ne- never see themselves. Yeah, it's really true. And especially now, there are so many people trying to take away a lot of that inclusion. And so I think it's just important for us to be to advocate for inclusive and diverse libraries and options not only in our books but in our media and our news and our curriculum because the world is diverse you know and our communities are diverse and it's important that we come to know each other really in the full humanity that we have instead of constantly feeling divided by things we perceive to be differences how should we respond when we're introduced to a name that someone like a name that's that's very difficult for us to pronounce? I think that I think people just appreciate the effort. So it is always I think oftentimes we might feel embarrassed to be like, oh, could you say that again? You know, but I actually think people really appreciate when we try. Could you say that again? And could you pronounce that again? I really want to get your name correct, or at least do my best. And I think we give ourselves grace. We know that we are not trained in all the languages of the whole world. So we won't pronounce people's names the way a native speaker might pronounce them. However, the effort matters, you know, and I think we, just by making the effort, we're already showing that, that we're reaching out and people are reaching back. 
I mean, we have many guests on the show, obviously, and I always want to make sure to get the name correctly because sometimes, you know, a first-time author, someone who's not necessarily a public figure, we've, we've seen the name in print but have never heard it, but I'll look online right. or are there videos? I'm like, well, how do you know how they pronounce their name? I'm like, find a place where they actually speak their name and, and you're going to be correct. Yeah, that's awesome. I've totally done that too. Like, I'll look up TikToks even and I'll search to see. And then, you know, when it comes down to it, it's always okay to just be like, okay, before we get started, could you just say your name for me one time? And I think that, you know, often, even if it seems like a very Western name that seems like typical to pronounce, I think that's sometimes always really appreciated. I used to have a co-host who who never wanted to do that and said, like, do you know how they pronounce their name? I said, no, but I'll just ask them when they get on the line. I said, oh, yeah. is, isn't that embarrassing? I'm like, no, I think they'd want no. me to get it, get it correct. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I was just doing an interview yesterday with another author and the person who was facilitating was like, okay, let me just double check, like, Joanna? And is it Ho? I'm like, yep, that's perfect. And the other one, is it Lee? And then the other person's like, no, it's Lee, but thank you so much for asking, you know? So... Just, I think it's always appreciated. Oh, exactly. Um, is is there anything else you'd like to share about the book? Other than I'll tell you, I have an, an eight-year-old daughter who just fell fell in love with uh, with the illustrations and kind of like, <laughs> I want to get to know these kids. Yeah, that's exactly what I would say. Is the book is illustrated by Kuala, who is uh, Vietnamese and she lives in Vietnam, and her illustrations are just so gorgeous. Every spread is so beautiful. And we really put in so much work speaking to many, many people who are from the identities and backgrounds represented because we wanted to make sure that we were telling stories and representing people with authenticity and with truth, since not all of the characters are backgrounds that we, myself as an author and Kwa as the illustrator, um, are from. And so it was really important to us that we get that right. And the new book is called Say My Name. It is available now where books are sold. The author, of course, my guest is uh, Joanna Ho. Joanna, thank you so much for joining me today, and uh, please come back with your next book. Okay, thanks so much for having me.